are on the air and off the books with Bethann and Samantha. And today, we're going to be talking about some Indiana local authors. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fancy. <laughs> it's going to be cool, fancy, yeah. fun, fun times. Fun times. So we're coming at you today with, um, well, honestly, right after the release of our Howard County Reads list. At the very top of that list is our book that we um, have actually received a grant for this year, and it's the book The Year We Left Home, and it is by the author Gene Thompson. <laughs> I, can't I totally blanked it. May, it may or may not be by Gene Thompson. <laughs> the Year We Left Home by Gene Thompson, and um, we were able to get this grant from One State, One Story, and... Um, and they're going to be sending in Jane Thompson to actually have her do an author speak with us. So that is why we have this as our top book. And if you remember, um, we did One State, One Story, and we're affiliated with IU Kokomo. Um, and we did Frankenstein when you're for the Bicentennial, and that's also One State, One Story. So, so we're going to tie it all in. We're going to talk about Jean Thompson today, a couple other authors from Indiana. It was like the whole year was Halloween. It was. <laughs> Everything was about Frankenstein, yeah. And actually, Frankenstein isn't actually this ugly monster that we ever right. made him out to be. So, But yes, yeah, so we're affiliated with One State, One Story again this year. We're really excited to have this author come. Um, hopefully, it will be too affected by COVID-19. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to yeah. work out. but um, it might have to be like a virtual thing. Probably, but I'm not sure. But we are going to be having the author speak. Um. Yeah, that's our number one book this year, The Year We Left Home. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about some of our um, Indiana authors that are, we have some two big name authors and then some authors. not as common. Yeah, some that you may not know as much about. Um, we'll talk about those and then we'll go back to The Year We Left Home and talk a little bit about that author in the book and then what uh, One State, One Story is kind of about. We've got a couple bits of information for you here. We will link some things down below for you to go and check that out. Um, it's pretty it's pretty easy to find, though, if you Google One State, One Story. But um, all that information is here. We'll talk about that, too. So we're going to get started. Today we're going to be talking about who? Meg Cabot today. Yes. John Green, which you probably already know. Yes. All about John. Mm -hmm. And then Pamela uh, Dummond, I think is how you pronounce that. It's... It's not like the double M dumbbend. It's like Dumond. Something like that. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to find a way to pronounce it yet on the Googs. So, for now, we're going to pronounce it like we're from Transylvania. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dumond. Dumond. It, it, it's fitting. She writes supernatural romance. So. I wonder if she changed her last name to like something saucy. Like crazy. <laughs> Dumond. It's for the effect. <laughs> Pamela, well, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to we you. love the last Pamela. name. It's working. It's working. Yes. It's doing the thing for us. Yes. Uh, so the first author that I'll talk about, uh, you guys may or may not know of this guy. His name is Jay Coles. Um, he actually has a pretty popular book out. Um, it's called Tyler Johnson. I was going to ask, yeah, if that's the one, because I've been seeing that checked out quite a bit lately. Yes, it is a young adult novel. Um, it is about a boy whose life is torn apart by police brutality when his twin brother goes missing, 
and it is actually inspired by events from his actual life, the author's actual life. Oh, wow. And the Black Lives Matter movement. So it's pretty fitting for the time. So that's a pretty yes. good author if you're wanting. And that's a significant um, book for what's going on right now. Exactly. And that and it's fiction, but at the same time, it has a lot of truth to it. So that's a good yes. way to start if you're not sure where to start with all of those things yet. And we also have on our BiblioCommons site, um, our KHCPL website, you can find book lists for things that pertain to the Black Lives Matter movement. We have a lot of things curated, so if you are not sure where to go, if you go on there, you can find some things that um, are related to this book as well. So maybe you can start there. Yes. Um, so a little bit about Jay Coles. Uh, Jay Cole the singer. Jay Cole yeah, the author. I don't know who that is. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. Get with, get with the times. <laughs> oh so he is a young adult and middle grade writer. Um, he is also a professional musician, and he is from Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, cool. He graduated um, at Vincent University. My dad graduated from there. What's oh, up, Dad? Shout twins. Out to you. <laughs> twins. Um, <laughs> And he also graduated from Ball State University, and he graduated with a degree in English and liberal arts. Oh, cool. Um, he is a writer, and he also uh, teaches middle school students and composes music for various publishers. Oh, that's really neat. So that's pretty, pretty I wonder if you can go online and find, like, some of his stuff, because it has to be, like, indie hits that he does, and... It's like, like that. it's like he teaches middle school, like, yeah, I'm a middle school teacher, no big deal, I'm also a really popular author. <laughs> Just slip that in there. Here's my card. It's fine. That's um, cool. Some of his other books, I I feel like I've heard of the Lionheart Saga, but I'm not yeah. sure. It sounds very familiar. It does. Um, a couple other novels that he has written are The Growing Feathers, um, Under the Lights and Come As You Were. I have not read any of those, but, you know, trying to break away from my teen beach novels and my Your saucy romance, yeah. Thrillers. It's hard. It's hard, let me tell you. Um, so, yeah, his book that's popular right now, the Tyler Johnson was here. I'm pretty sure... We do have it on all platforms, and we do we have do it in physical it? copy, okay. yes. Yes, so if you are interested, I don't know if it's checked out right now, but you can put a hold on it. And I'm just going to kind of read the excerpt here, just so you know. Like, get a little feel of what it's going to be know, about. I just described it, we'll but see a blank. Like, it says, dun, 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 dun. just when, like that. <laughs> when Marvin Johnson's twin, Tyler, goes to a party, Marvin decides to tag along to keep an eye on his brother. But what starts as harmless fun turns into a shooting, followed oh. by a police raid. Holy cow. The next day, Tyler is found missing, and it's up to Marvin to find him. But when Tyler is found dead, a video leaked online tells of an even more chilling story. Tyler has been shot and killed by a police officer. Oh my gosh. Terrified as his mother unravels and mourning a brother who is now a hashtag, Marvin must learn what justice and freedom really means. Wow. I feel like that would be super super heavy because like all and like it's very interesting that he brings up the fact that his brother has become a hashtag because i feel like all these other deaths and stuff like that have become these very specific like yes 
social things, social standings in the communities online, on Instagram, Facebook, and all these different followings. And, like, it's interesting to see, like, from his perspective, what that feels like to have somebody affiliated so close to you be this hashtag or this stand or people constantly throwing that around. Like, that's a good perspective. To see it constantly. Yeah, I agree. So you should definitely check that out and tell us what you think about it because that's that's one of those for your moral your moral heart there. I mean, I feel like that's going to be something that you're going to want to sit down, grab a box of tissues, and really really debate like what's going on in the world. Yes. So that's that's one you should talk to us about because I want to hear what you think about it because from this perspective, I've never heard anybody specifically talk about it from that perspective behind the scenes yes. where it directly correlated to them and be able to hear his story may help. I mean, it can't hurt to educate yourself about everything that's going on right now. Right. And that's a good point. That's a good starting off point. Yes. Awesome. I mean, good start. Yeah, 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 thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> very, very good. Okay. So I'm going to talk about um, somebody that maybe you don't, Maybe, maybe you do. I'm not, like, a romance reader, so she's a little, um, Dumond is who we're going to talk about next. Pamela Dumond. Um, and that's D-U, capital M-O-N-D. So I don't know how you say it, but it's pretty cool. Dumond. Um, and she actually is a young adult author, but she also writes, like, heavy adult romance. And I'm talking, like, the J.R. Ward kind of saucy. romance. Like, a very saucy, very, like... Very descriptive. <laughs> like bacon sizzling, like teeth chattering romance. She writes quite a bit of that. Yes. <laughs> but she also writes... Um, Carrie, this one might be for you. <laughs> yeah, Car- shout out to Carrie. Yeah, this is... this. You're going to want to hit up this lady, and not just for her like young adult. So you should have... Carrie, you should have your daughter read the young adult romance with you, and then you read the saucy like adult romance. Tell us what you think about it, yes. because I was I'm gonna I'm gonna read. Okay, she writes a young adult series, and it's called uh, it's it's about this cat who's an undercover agent like Perry the Platypus. All right, Perry. yes, but it's a cat, so it makes it so much better. Yeah, obviously. And and she also sees ghosts and fights crime at the same time, and it's like this cozy mystery, like funny, like. So lighthearted like, thing that she does. So it's kind of like the books that, like, people of all ages check out. <laughs> yes. So, like, when you go into the one second, what is her name? Joey and Funk or something like that? Mysteries. Yes. And that's just like Funk or something like that. Or Funky uh, or. It's Joey and something. With yes. an F. And she writes, like, the chocolate chip murders, the raspberry yes. Danish delights of death or something like that. It always cracks me up when I They're see so, check these out. I just want to read My mom reads stuff like that, and they actually come with actual recipes in them. That's cool. It's legit. It's too legit to quit. Yeah. So this is kind of like that. And then also, like, the cool thing is, is that she's taken this book series, and they've made it, like, an actual game that you can play, like, a hunt-and-click Nancy Drew game. Yes. Yes, so you have to check her out. And if you're an adult and you don't really like the cozy mystery, she has a lot less fluffy stuff for you on the other side of that. Yeah. If you're down to mingle with that. <laughs> down to clown. Down to clown. <laughs> so when I was looking her up, she actually has no Wikipedia on her. She's actually a chiropractor, and she writes on the side. 
Whoa. Which is really cool. Talk about two good paying jobs. I know. <laughs> no big deal. I'm no like big deal at all. I'm a millionaire. All I, all I do is. I write and publish like stuff. famous books in my free time. It's fine. Yeah. She actually lives in LA now, but she was born out here in the Midwest in Indiana. And it doesn't say exactly where, which I don't blame her for not telling us. <laughs> but yeah, it's got to be Indianapolis around that area. But she lives in LA now. She has two cats that she bases like her stuff off of. Which is makes it so much better. I'm I'm literally gonna start that book as soon as I have the time, which is yes. never. But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna read this book. Side note: Sorry, gotta slip this in. We talked in our last episode. We talked about the um, briefly talked about the selection series. It's about like um, it's that dystopian um, novel about the girl who has been selected to all the girls in the pretty dresses on the yes, covers. Yes. Um, just started reading that, so we might be talking about that later on. I just started reading it, and it's very good, and I've never picked it up because it looked so ridiculous. I don't like yeah, dystopian, the dystopian, but I really love it so far. It's really good. Yeah, the covers were kind of like fairy tale meets dystopian to me. Yes. And I never... And I don't not, like the princessy stuff. Yeah, like I'm not that. a big fan of that. It's just to throw really, that side note in there before I forgot. It reminds me of, like, Cinder and stuff like that. Yeah, I've never picked that up for that exact reason. Yeah, same. So maybe I'll have to try that So out. you're going to have to, like, tell us about it when you're done reading it, because yes. you're, like, a million times faster of a reader than me. Yeah, I just started the first book yesterday, and I'm almost done with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> we have to review a book later, and I'm like, not <laughs> even started <laughs> We were supposed to record the Seller podcast today, and Beth oh Ann goes, um, oh, I'm, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be up all night, like last time reading Frozen Charlotte, peeing my pants because it's so I'm scary. Get, like, a 3 a.m. text message. Oh, I can't sleep. Oh my god! Why did you do this to me? <laughs> what have you done to me? I can't do this anymore. I quit. Yep. Same. So, <laughs> so back to Pamela. Yeah, she's got two cats, and she's been only writing since 2010. That's it. She's got all these books. You can find her everywhere. You can find her here. You can find her on Overdrive, on our website. You can find her on Amazon if that's what you prefer. Um, and, yeah, she's actually pretty cool. Chiropractor who writes in her spare time, famous, whatever. I'm going to write in my spare time. Do it. It's just so much work. Is like, it? I have all these ideas. <laughs> just write them. somebody else to write it for me. What's it going to hurt? Just write. Like, you can't publish a book if you don't write it. Right. Just you write better it be the first one to read my I will. romance novel. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> It was so good You start getting weird like, then. <laughs> it's gonna be what we just <laughs> my stepbrothers are saber tooth tigers. <laughs> yeah. So, Literally so <laughs> The one with the wear bunnies. <sighs> Remember? If you're into that, like It's fine. <laughs> you do you, but I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I don't so think don't... that we I don't think oh. we can check those out in our library because they're a little too <laughs> You probably could on Overdrive here yeah. I'm not plugging that, but if you want to use our website, use it because we want you to utilize our resources. I don't right. want to know we're what you get, utilize we're it for. We're going to get a call from somebody. Hey, can you filter your content? <laughs> Talking about Saber Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You do you. Like I said, you do you. If you want to go J.R. Ward on everybody, if you want to, like, do it. Yeah, do it. So that's Pamela. Dumond, and actually, her website name is www.pamelandumond.com. So if you want to find her, that's the website that she exists at. Pretty cool lady from first glance. So 
when I read that book in a hundred years, we'll, <laughs> I'll tell you about it. I'll read it next. I'm reading Feed right now by Myra Grant. I'm actually listening to it, not reading it, whatever. Debate that if you will. Yeah. And <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's so good. But that's not the point. Your turn. <laughs> so the next author we have for all you YA readers, young adult, um, I actually read this author's books in, I want to say, like my freshman year of high school or maybe borderline middle school. Her name is Meg Cabot, and she is from Bloomington, Indiana. And, um, sorry, I got distracted by this thing I drew on this piece of paper. Oh my lord. I was like staring at it. Samantha. I, I tried to draw a heart on this paper and I really messed up. <laughs> not inspired artist. So she writes um, The Princess Diaries. She wrote those books. Which I didn't realize were actually books until you mentioned it. And I was like, what? I literally had no idea she wrote these books until like maybe a year ago. So if you if you like that movie, which I know it's super popular, yes. then you should read the books and see how it compares. Yes. Our recommendation to you. Yes. And, and she's an Indiana native. Yes, she is. She's from Bloomington and the Princess Diaries series has been published in more than 38 countries and was made into two hit films that are on Disney Plus, if you have it. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, there's uh, Princess Diaries and then Princess I think Diaries it's just 2? Princess Diaries 2, I think that's what it's called. I Royal really... Engagement? Royal? I don't know. I didn't really watch it. I don't like sequels. Um, okay, we won't talk about that because <laughs> your opinion, your opinion is matter. a thumbs down. <laughs> Yeah, I love the hairstylist in the show. Oh, yeah. You look, what did he say? You look like the girl moves on to make all the other boy moves go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, okay. I just remember watching the movie for the first time. I loved it. It's so I was, good. I also was not a fan of the second one. I don't know. It just didn't hit the same. Well, no. Because you had to get married. It's always got to come back for that. She actually doesn't live in Indiana anymore, though. Imagine that. Really <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> Listen, she hit the big time. If you've out. got all the monies, you probably aren't going to live in Indiana. You're probably going to live in a cabin overlooking a vast forest. She actually lives in Key West with her husband oh. and her cats. JK, LOL. Uh, but another, another um, That's what I would do with my money. series that she wrote was called is called Avalon High and that is actually a movie on Disney Channel. I think oh, I've really? seen parts of it. Yeah, I'm missing out. I don't yes. understand. I'm, I've missed all of this. this is... But she writes mainly for teens. She does have a few adult books. Um, but she worked. She started working ten years. She was an assistant residence hall director at New York University. And since then, she has published 80 books. 80? Yep. Whoa. And my favorite. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, wait. Actually, I have two favorites. I have two favorite series that she's written. Um, one, the first one is called the Mediator series. And, I'm, hang on. I know this was inspired by something. Let's see. Let's see. I know. It's on here. It's on here. It's on here. Okay, so at age 26, her father died, and that's where she got the idea for the Mediator series. So this is about this girl. She 
I briefly remember it, but it's basically about this girl. She moves into this house, and there is a ghost living in there, and she is a mediator, which means she can communicate with the dead, and she, like, tries to help them move on. Huh. But basically, she forms this romantic relationship with this ghost. But, like, there's how are they going to be together, because he's a ghost, she's and she's... <laughs> yes, and he is going to literally watch her just die one day. Oh, that's So, basically, nice. this series is kind of leading up to, like, how they're going to... Oh, it's like that one movie with what's-his-name, and he's, like, dead, and she, like, loves him, and, like, he comes back because he gets hit by that car, remember? Oh, oh it's a really old movie. What's it called? Eh, Tanya, I need you. <laughs> I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, he, he loves her so much, and, like, they're, like, together forever, and it's, like... It's obviously a love story, so I didn't pay that much attention, but that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, but this, throughout the series, she's just, she's helping him, and she's, they're trying to figure out, like, what they're going to do about, like, the situation that they're in, and how. What happens? Uh, can I spoil it? I don't know. I want to know now. Okay, don't spoil it for them, but spoil it for me later. We'll try okay. to find it and link it as yeah. well. Read it, pick it up. And the other series she's written is called... 1-800-Where-Are-You series, which I just figured out today, mind blown, that this was made into a television series called Missing. It's starring Vivica Fox on the Lifetime channel. It's got three seasons. I know what I'm doing when I get home. So the 1-800 series. Um, That's hilarious. I read these so long ago. I should honestly be looking these up to tell you because I'm probably going to wrong description. You should reread them. Um, so this is about, I, I remember a lot about these. So this is about a girl, she gets struck by lightning, and she Whoa. develops these powers. Oh, cool. And so, it's kind of about her, like, I remember reading these in middle school, and they're kind of like scandalous for a middle schooler to read. <laughs> like, in high school, go for it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, she's got these powers, and she's going on these, like, missions to help people and she's like a superhero yeah it's like a like a superhero human novel type thing and it's really good you guys need to go read it um a few other cool facts about make i used to call her make kabot but it's apparently make cabot oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay um, for the two girls are like Dubon. <laughs> a lot of her books have been number one on the New York Times bestseller list in addition to being um, USA Today, Publishers Weekly, and Books bestsellers. Holy cow. She's pretty on it. Yeah, and she wrote her, she actually wrote her first story at the age of seven, and it was called Benny the Puppy. Oh. And it's where Benny's entire family dies in a freak prairie tornado. Um, I take <laughs> all back. Holy <laughs> Moses. How old was she? She was seven. No. How old was a she, little bit grueling for a second? She must have had something crazy Tragic happen? Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. They die in a tornado? Is there a good ending to that? I, I, okay, guys, look that up. <laughs> and actually, okay, so, cool fact. The Princess Diary series was her first book under her real name, and it was actually first rejected by every single publisher in North America except for Avon and HarperCollins. Whoa. Yeah. And they're probably, every publisher in America is probably like, well, crap. This got really popular and we didn't think it was good enough, so shout out to us for being a big thumbs down. 
But I didn't because their music wasn't my style of music for my recording studio. And you, like, uh, literally lost a billion dollars. Yes. Are you dumb? Like, that I'm was, sorry, Shaq, but that was not a good move, man. And yeah. he, like, he's regretting that one. That's that's a stinging wound right now. Yeah. But, yeah, you guys need to go pick up these May Cabot books. Um, she's also, in, well, this, was, this came out in 2019. She um, is the author of Black Canary. Um, oh. It is a graphic novel for all you DC lovers. Yeah, I was about to say. And huh. she had an illustrator, too. I don't know if anybody knows Kara McGee. I'm not familiar with her, but I'm that was her either. illustrator. And then um, she also wrote a new adult contemporary novel called No Judgments. Huh. And, yeah, she's just writing all the things. Uh, well, yeah, 80 books and counting. Yeah, I know. I could not imagine. Having I that like, much vivid imagery in you to write like that. I would always get so mad, like, when I was reading a series and, like, the author was taking forever to get the next book out. I'm like, how inconsiderate <laughs> of them. Like, I have done <laughs> to this buy book. <laughs> I need the next book, please. It's like me and Cressida Cowell writing The Wizards of Once and how she takes a whole year to write the next one and I'm dying inside. That's how, like, everybody is, though. We're only on the third oh. book and it's... Oh, Awful. It's grueling. It's a grueling wait. So, Meg Cabot is a good segue into another really, really famous author that you guys probably already know about, and that's John Green. John Green! John Green! He wrote Looking for Alaska, right? He did. And that's what he really got famous for. Yeah, um, that's, um, side note, that is actually a Netflix series. Hulu? Netflix? Hulu? One of those. Hulu, yeah. I think. It's a series on Hulu, and it's really good. I've watched it. Go he's, yeah, he's literally had a million things, like, published. Like, The Vault in Our Stars is his, um, Turtles All the Way Down, Cath- uh, An Abundance of Catherines is his, and I didn't know that. That's also um, a movie, too, right? Yeah. That one is, Paper Towns. Um, Vault in Our Stars is. Yep, yeah, Vault in Our Stars is. And his books have been published in more than 55 languages, and over 24 million copies are in print. Whoa. Literally... The craziest. And so I know John Green originally from the Vlogbrothers on YouTube. I That's how personally. I. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going with that. No. <laughs> like, I just know him from YouTube because I'm big into watching a lot of YouTube stuff. And that's how I know him because um, they have their, like, audience of subscribers are called the Nerd Fighters. And what they do is they just go on him and Hank Green. Go on there, and they just talk about, like, scientific things. His brother. Okay. Um, and they just go on, and they just talk about little blips of different, like, scientific things. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just an informative channel that they do. They, okay, this is about a pen, of course. Here we go. But they went on there, and they. He did. He did. He did a, um, a video that was actually mentioned on the pen podcast that I listened to. And it talks about, like, um. The difference between like gel and like rollerball pins and how long one can last, and it's just informative videos that he has. They're really really interesting. Um, they have three point, they have three point three million subscribers to their um, oh my gosh. YouTube channel. Um, they and they started January first of two thousand seven, and for their total views are um, 
how do you say this? 826,508,748 views oh total gosh. on their channel. Um, and their, their quote is raising nerdy to the power of awesome, which is amazing to me. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be our so quote. cool. Nerdy, <laughs> raising nerdy to the power of awesome. And then also on the Vlogbrothers, if you wanted to, if you were thinking about reading Turtles all the way down, because that's his newest book that he came out with. What is that? With. Do you know what that's about? Yes. Um, it's actually about, well, if you, if you want to hear the first chapter, he reads it to you on that, on that YouTube channel. The whole first chapter of Turtles okay. all the way down. And I do have a signed copy of that book at home. Oh, fancy. Yes. He lives in Indianapolis. He was born, in, born and raised in Indy, moved away, came back and lived in Indy. But Turtles all the way down is about this girl who becomes like this detective on her own, like a freelance detective in high school, and she has obsessive compulsive disorder. And he actually wrote the book because, like, to um, outline the fact and like detail his life dealing with obsessive compulsive disorder because he has serious OCD. And like, you can see, like, he talks about it on his channel mm -hmm. and how he manages that. Um, and that's really, really interesting to me. Is that because I, I never guess I would have known and. To be a writer and to have OCD, like I don't know. And I feel like you, it's such a struggle. Ever think that your book was good enough, right? And it must be such a like a, a serious process. Yeah. And his wife, she just now started publishing as well. She's an author now, and she oh. used to work at the um, Indianapolis Museum of Art hmm. as a curator there. So now she's a published author, hmm. which is very interesting. I think that was like this year or last Did year. Also write YA. No, she writes adult. She's like a nonfiction writer. Okay. Her name is Sarah Urist, I think is her name. U-R-I-S-T. Um, he also claims that he's a feminist, too. Like, mm -hmm. he support, like, he gets up and declares that he's a feminist, fights for young adult women's rights and things like that. So that's really, really cool. He's yeah. a very big advocate. Um, he does have two podcasts, one with his brother called Dear Hank and John, where they just answer questions that people send them in. Then he has another podcast that's just his, and it's called... Bear with me. Anthropocene Review. And I tried to look up what this word meant. And it's literally him getting on there and debating, like, the theory of the world. Like, how the world is. Whoa. Like, it's so, like, above so my mind. Like, yeah. Like, it's just crazy. So, that's John Green in a nutshell. Like, a very small nutshell on the scope of, like, all the things that they did. Because... Like, he's used his platforms, like, not just his writing and everything like that, but all the other platforms that he has, because they have Twitter, they have Tumblr, they have all this other stuff. They've raised, like, $4 million for charities and stuff through these things, so um, it's really cool, like, the things that he's contributed, the stuff that he stands up for, and, like, he politically fights for and stuff like that. So he's a really good, like, Indiana native author mm -hmm. to go read and He's kind of romancy, if you kind of like that a little bit. Yeah, he's like tragic romance, kind of like, um, oh, what's that adult author's name? Oh, yeah, he writes a walk to remember. What's his name? Yes. Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks, yes. Yep. He's kind of like a Nicholas Sparks. But for teens. Yes. Yeah. And he, I think he first kind of blew up with uh, The Fault in Our Stars, right? Looking for Alaska was his biggest hit. That was what put him on the map. Because I think he wrote it with Abundance of Catholics before that, or after. Yeah. That wasn't as popular. But as soon as he wrote Looking for yeah. Alaska, Paper yeah. Towns came, and then The Fault in Our Stars was yeah. what swept him away like, again. I feel like Looking for Alaska and The Fault in Our Stars were, like, the most popular, like, blown yes. up. They are, because we're Turtles All the Way Down was... Was well received, but it wasn't as well received as his other things. But it's right. not as much of a romance as it is about this girl struggling with OCD mm -hmm. 
and more like crime fighting. So he dabbled in something a little bit different, a little more mystery. Right. And I don't think people understood his stance on what he was trying to do when he wrote it about the OCD and like mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Read it. Tell me what you think about it. Yes, go read some John Green. John Green. Make Jake Holes and Dumont. Dumont. Pamela Dumont. So going back around in closing, um, remember that for our um, Howard County Reads this year at the top of the list is um, The Year We Left Home. Like I said, that was that's Gene Thompson. Yes. And um, just so that you know where we did, uh, we did get a grant from One State, One Story, and that is a statewide program which provides program support and funding to organizations to engage in conversations about a common text. And when does Howard um, County Reads start? That is coming up. It should be. It should be now. We're, we're pre-recording this yeah. because we're going to drop the release. You could, so while we're recording this, nobody outside knows what the uh, top ten is. But that's number one. So by now, by, by the time you hear this, it's already a thing. You already know it. I know August third is when they're announcing, um, and that's coming up really fast. And I'm sure we're going to have a display upstairs of all the Howard County reads. Yep. You can come upstairs. Um, Pick out what you want. There's a bunch of really good books. We're going to have to talk about that in the podcast. There's a bunch yes. of really good books that um, I peruse, like the Fountains. I think the Fountains, Fountains of Silence are in there, and that's a Ruta Sapetti's book, and she's freaking brilliant. Mm-hmm. And uh, Red to the Bone is in there as well, and that book literally made me bawl my eyes out. It was amazing. And last year we had Where, Where the Crawdads Where the Crawdads Sing, yes. Ilya Owens. Owens. Yep. yep. So this is uh, going to be the same thing. Through one state, one story. Gene um, Thompson. So, the, if you want to know about the book, a little blip about the book. The year we left home follows Erickson, the Erickson family, through many changes affecting American life at the end of the 20th century, from city rooftops to country farms, college campuses to small town main streets. The characters in Thompson's novel search for fulfillment and happiness in an ever-changing, often alienating country. The story asks us to consider the enduring, a uniting power of place, why we choose to leave, and when we decide to come home. Which is very, very interesting. So, um, they're saying it offers a complex view of rural, urban, and suburban areas in the American Midwest, which is where we are. So, I think that's why they focus so heavily on her, um, and why this is um, their theme this year. And they do say that... um, my nose is dripping. <laughs> oh my gosh. Segway. We do not have the coronavirus. No, we don't. It's just really bad allergies. And I was cleaning my stove and I stuck my head in with stove with oven cleaner. She basically. And I'm pretty sure I poisoned myself. It's yes, fine. it's fine. Segway from a serious note. I'm horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yes, yeah, so if you have questions about one state, one story. Let us know. We'll be more than happy to talk to you about it, what all that entails, what One State, One Story tries to do. Um, they try to celebrate um, a lot of different things, and they choose a theme every single year. And this is their theme of coming home, um, feeling alienated in where you live, what it means to go out and try to find yourself. So, um, yeah, email us at offthebooks at khcpl.org. Send us your questions. Your, your questions, comments random things that you yeah. need to tell us. Just want to talk to us, say hello. Yeah. Like, we think you're cool, too, so. Yeah. Join <laughs> yes, join us. And, like I said, if you have questions about One State, One Story, and if you want any more local authors 
for like the state of Indiana even, or like authors like literally in Howard County. We have lists. Like these are only four or five. There these are only five people. Yes. On the grand scheme of what's out there, so if you want more suggestions for like people who are local to us, we got you. Like we can do that. We got you guys. We got you. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and have a grand day. Like grande, like a Starbucks drink grande. Grande. <laughs>